Hey, what's up, you guys? This is Otherworldly Podcast, a show where we try our best to scare each other. I am your resident cat lady, Tierra. And I'm your co-host, Andrew. And this episode, I'm tripping right now. So we were, you and I talked on the phone, um, are the guests that I'm about to introduce, and you were telling me some really creepy, like, get in the spirit of Halloween stories. So I was like, I think this is the first time since we've been recording, this will be our third episode, yep. um, that I feel like I need some spiritual protection. So I brought two crystals. I usually carry my um, rose quartz crystal in my bag anyway for like love and prosperity. But today I brought my black obsidian crystal. For the life of me, I have no idea where it is. It was in my purse and I was going to bring it, it to put it. I have no idea where it is. I was just digging in my bag to find it and I don't know where it is. So, I mean... Skeptics could say I dropped it somewhere, but it was in my bag. Maybe it's in the car, but I feel like it's weird timing from what we were talking about right before we pressed um, record. So, (laughs) yes. So without further ado, I want to introduce one of the, one of our spooky brothers. The paranormal plug. The paranormal (laughs) plug. Uh, You might know him as the president of the United States because this man is in everything. He is. He basically has the key to the city, whether it's the arts, uh, he, you're DJing. Well, I knew you from like as a family friend. Andrew met you through uh, open mics and stuff. Now you're kind of taking this city by storm. Please welcome Jamil JC to the show. How you doing, everybody? How, how's I- everybody doing? Oh, and to talk about your stone, sometimes things get lost in the house. In this house. In this I'm house. tripping. Yeah. <laughs> so it was funny when you said that because I was like, wow. Like, I've had, I've had, um, for example, my charger. This isn't my first charger. I've had a charger since we moved here. I've had a charger go missing for like four months. And I'll put it, I know where I'll put it at. I'll put it on my table in the living room. No, it's there. Come back, it's gone. Just melt it into the atmosphere. And then I'll... Yeah, you're right. And I'll come back, and it's in my recliner. But it was on the table. My heart is... <laughs> my heart is beating so fast right now. I feel like when I'm going to... Like, as I'm editing this, I'm going to hear... Like, my heart is beating... My heart was beating like this right before we pressed play. Because as I was digging through my purse, like I said, I'm like, bruh. I know where I put this because I put it in this specific pocket so it wouldn't get lost on my lip glosses and it is gone. So you gonna have to be the black obsidian. You know well, what? You know no, what? you did show us. You did show us that your wife has like a beautiful uh, sanction of protection in this house. So yeah. I don't feel, I don't feel scared or um, well, anymore. Energy. Yeah, negative energy. You know what? But you know, it it might still be creepy. We we can ask. Where where is you? Just ask. Huh? Just ask, where's y'all? You guys, he has a spirit box. box We are live right now. The show hasn't even started. He pulled out a spirit box. Um, What do you want me to ask? Just ask, where's your um, your obsidian crystal? Okay. Hi, um, spirit of this house. I am Tiara. I mean you no harm. Did you happen to take my black obsidian crystal? Let's see if we can get something. Because there may not be anything in here. And... Oh. It's on me. (laughs) Yeah, look, look, look. I lied to you now. Standing right here. If it says something, I'm going to cry. Say something. Hello? No, no. Introduce yourself. Oh. Baby. 
<laughs> that was weird. I got the ghost that baby. Was weird. <laughs> if, if you can see this right there, it says baby right beside. But whatever it is, is it moved. But it, it was standing right beside. After world is after your boy. It's not bad. You um, near a heartthrob in the spiritual world? I mean, you know <laughs> hey, it, it, okay. <laughs> we gonna, we gonna get off that well, one. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. He's married. Like, hello? Okay, so. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. I was going to say, this reminds me of when we did that ghost investigation uh, during the open mic that day. You remember that? 2020, I had just uh, quit my job and became full-time musician. Jamil was doing something at, um, what was the name of the place? On the corner, the ice cream place. Well, it had ice cream, man. Um, I know what you're talking about. Nutty Buttery. Nutty Buttery. And we were doing the, um. The reading outside on the sidewalk. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and they had said the color of my shirt and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, we need to we need to go on an investigation together. But let's not skip ahead. Let's let's introduce Jamil. Who are you? Who were you as a kid? Like, how did you get into this stuff? Or was it something that was you? Well, I got into it because, like I said, as we were talking on the phone, I was in the fifth, I was in the fourth grade. And I checked out a red book. Well, I couldn't check out the book because the book was given to me because it didn't belong to the library. It was in the elementary school library. Let's get that straight first. It was a red book. No title on it. No author. It was just a red book. So I I don't even know why. I used to... Okay, I'm going to go back a little bit. I learned how to read because my mother gave me Stephen King books. Mm. To read. So I, re- I learned how to read because of Stephen King and comic books. That's how I learned how to read. So when I picked up the book, just a random book, opened it, it had some wild stuff in there. So I thought it was just a regular horror novel. So I wanted to check it out. Couldn't check it out, but they gave it to me for free. So I bought the book home. Shouldn't have bought the book home. That's mm-hmm. when everything started to happen. Um, my closet door will open. Mm. Close back. My door will open. Close. My TV will cut on. Run through channels and then cut off. Mm. It'll go all red sometimes. And like you can hear knocking on the TV. But it wasn't from the outside. It was actually from the inside. That's my worst nightmare. That's that to this, stuff. I, I never told you this, but like, I don't like black screens on like TVs. Like, for instance, well, I like the newer TVs because it doesn't have that reflection that, you know, older 90s TVs yeah, have. Yeah. But like that black, because I believe, you know, like mirrors and stuff are portals. But to see like a reflection other than yourself in the TV just freaks me out. So it's like, I don't like having the TV cut off when you're going to bed and stuff. It's just, but sorry, continue. That oh, just, no, no, no. Yeah. Because like, as a kid, my TV would go up to 99. Mm. The TV, when it cut on by itself, would go up to like 362. The channel? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think it's like the volume. I was like, no, no, yeah, because yeah. the channels would only go up to 99. 99, okay. All of a sudden be added channels. And... Didn't that happen to our TV? But yeah, I was, because th- I don't think people realize how 
when like interdimensional energies work like in the sense that tvs and radios and stuff like that like when they're doing paranormal investigation we were talking about um something we were watching this uh the spooky boys and how they were using that little box to quiet up the um the spirit box thing yeah. but you were saying it was called a honey something it was that a, musicians a honey used. tone uh portable guitar right so like you know technology does weird things when it but i was thinking our TV, um, and it hasn't done it since, and I, I think I, I, I clock it back to when I was watching the TV series, The Exorcist. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. It is one of the best TV, like... Have you ever seen the 25th anniversary edition, though? Of the the, of the movie or the show? The movie. Mm -mm. I never got into the... Ex like, I, it wasn't scary to me, but the show scared me. But when I... Okay, so I, it sounds silly for people who don't believe, but that show, first of all, was a masterpiece. But I swear to you not, as I was watching that show, like during the course that it existed, our TV began to like change channels on its own. It would go to, I think yeah. specifically channel 23. Yeah, I remember But that. one night specifically, we had like a an, a an exercising bike in our room. One night specifically, and I haven't seen it since or before that, I saw what I can only describe as like a dark entity sitting on the bike itself and it was like right beside our bed and it was so vivid the first of all i think i think the tv might have been on at the time so it was like it was like a, a silhouette shadowy like you didn't see eyes or anything but you saw like this long like shaggy hair and like it was hunched over just sitting like sitting on the bike and i'm sitting there trying to rationalize like what am I seeing? But that show specifically, I felt like brought something into our house. But yeah, it's. I so were you there by yourself? Or, no, no, no. It was, was we. Had, I, we I was probably asleep at this. Time. Yeah. Okay. I, I remember this era. This yeah. Was, wow. it, it was. I feel like around that era, crazy stuff was happening yeah. in our house. Anyway, but that's because when you see stuff like that, you're trying to rationalize. Like, oh, my hands are shaking. <laughs> when you see, you're like, oh, is that a jacket or is this like this? But no matter how many times I rubbed my eyes, it was just, do y'all remember that story of that lady that was like frogging at somebody's house and she would live in their cabinets when yeah. she would come out? That's the best way I could describe what I saw. I saw that lady sitting on the bike, but it was like her silhouette. I, ugh. Ugh. So anyway, yeah. I, I, when it comes to TVs and stuff like that, I feel like they, they work as like portals to that, uh, the other world as well. I, I agree with you on that. We have like a, big mirror in the guest bedroom but whenever i go in the guest bedroom i actually turn the mirror around exactly so i was like hey when i leave yeah. out i'll turn it back but exactly you notice <laughs> see I'm, I'm dropping gems for you today that you might not think about i do at the house i told you i don't like having doorways open after especially mm -hmm. after having the conversation with jamil on the phone but you notice you know, our like, mirror you're talking about like room doors mm -hmm. our mirror i purposely put it on the wall that's not adjacent to mm -hmm. our bed it's like you have to i guess get out of the bed and turn to it's it's on the wall that our bed is on but it's not facing us because i don't Especially when I'm you're sleeping. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I, I go into your room sometimes early in the morning, you know, get some, some shea butter. <laughs> but um yeah, I go in there in the dark and I don't look in the mirror specifically. Exactly. I don't play looking mm. in the mirror in the dark. Mirrors and closets. Yes. I, I cannot sleep with the closet door mm. open mm. because I feel like closets are also portals as well. Exactly. Ugh. Fortunately our room was like a dining room area, so we turned into a bedroom. It doesn't have a closet. But, um, yeah, I don't like doorways. I don't like mirrors. None of that. Back to this red book. So what was in it exactly? 
Because you said it was crazy. <laughs> it was cr- It's stuff that shouldn't have been in an elementary school. Mm-hmm. Like, it had, well, you can make a pentagram mm-hmm. and travel to hell and come back. Mm. And it had an incantation that you said. I ain't gonna say the incantation, but when you come back, you don't come back fully. Okay. Like your body comes back, but your soul may not come back. Oh. If I look disgusted, it's not, I'm, the, the, it's that's hurting that, me. It's that, is that, is that disgusted ghost thing <laughs> face? And the story is creeping me out. But yeah, go ahead. It also had where you could summon a demon and. The demon would do your bidding for you. Mm. Like, I mean, if somebody was messing with you, you can summon it and it'll make their life basically a living hell. That's crazy. It had where you could, showed you how you could turn into a werewolf. Go into detail, please. Oh. <laughs> well, the werewolf one was the wild one where you actually have to go into a graveyard the first night of a full moon mm-hmm. you skin first you got a grave rob so you got to get a body and it has to be a fresh body it can't be an old body you have to skin the body then you have to make a belt now here's the twist of this you have to do all this naked mm-hmm. put the belt on you say another incantation it said the first night you won't remember what happened you will wake. You will wake up at home. Like nothing happened. The naked part makes sense because in the movies they, they rip through their clothes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. There's no point. Yeah. There's. <laughs> you ain't you got know, no choice. Man. Don't go fresh to the to the grave because you're gonna lose that outfit. You and know? you know, a full moon lasts three days. Mm-hmm. So each night something would happen mm-hmm. until that third night you will remember. But once you do it. There's no way you can break it. That's crazy. That's crazy. And to think, like I said, in the movies and in the TV shows, they make it seem so uh, cute. And in the, I mean, no, in the Vampire Diaries, I guess turning into a, a werewolf consisted of you killing someone. Like, but a lot of times they accidentally kill someone, like in a car accident. You talking about like to start it? To start your curse, like okay. it would be, I guess, passed down to you. But in order to start it or to ignite the curse within you. Uh, you'd have to kill somebody, but you're talking about wearing um, a Gucci belt made out of human skin. Yeah, like okay, <laughs> let me take this, put this on me. That, yeah, that wild. was that was a wild thing to see. It also talked about basically raising the dead for what you needed to do, and then it goes back. That what creeps me out about this story about the red book is that you found it in school when you were um, talking about it a little bit on the phone I wrote down for uh, protect the children or like you know innocence or sacrifices on innocence and I'm like I wonder if that book was purposely placed in the library what no I just I thought I had saw something my heart is beating they have seen something stop playing but anyway We'll talk about this bird in his backyard in a second. Yeah. But like, okay, so when you're saying you found it in your library in the fifth grade, I'm thinking like, was it purposely placed in the library for a child to find it? So essentially it'll take their innocence away. Like that's not something that like a, a child a, should see. An original way of like, you know how they have subliminal things in TV now. That's what, yeah, that's exactly like, what I'm talking about. Yeah. older way of doing that. And the thing is, who placed the book there? Because the librarians 
worked there, yeah. were there for a long time. They didn't even know this book was in there. Oof. And you said you don't have the book anymore. You um... no, 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 no. I gave. Okay, another backstory about the book. Well, I mean, as a kid, you try some things. So, got a bunch of friends together. So we tried the one about summoning a demon. It was a clear night. You know, cute little party stuff. Yeah, we. <laughs> I'm over a friend's house. Chips and demons. That's yeah. why I ain't got friends. <laughs> <laughs> For this particular reason. I was over a friend's house. It was about. Let me see. It was about ten of us. It was clear outside. It was. It was at night. It was clear outside. It was a big sleepover for a friend's party. Ooh, you got the red book. You got this book. You should bring it. So I bought the book. It's a party favorite book. I'm a kid. Shut up. So we tried this thing. I will. I lie to you that it started storming out of nowhere. Wasn't supposed to storm that day, but it just started storming. So we in the house. Friends' parents sleep. We all downstairs. At the back door, we just hear the chill. So I was like, "What was that? Who's at the door?" And it's about eleven thirty. It's a little bit past eleven thirty. It's close to midnight. There's a knock after we do this. Said it was gonna be a knock, and it was gonna be in threes. One, two, three. Boom. So we ain't, we kids, whatever. It ain't real. Heard another knock. At the same time, we hear a knock at the front door, so we're hitting it at the back and the front now. Still don't do nothing. Then we hear boom, 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 boom. We open up the um, shade at the back door. There's a silhouette of this creature with horns. And then we saw the lightning and we saw the face. And the face, I can't, it was, yeah, it was like, mm. have you ever seen the movie Legend with Tom Cruise? No. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna look, look uh, I'm yeah. going um, to show y'all later on. Yeah. Tim Curry's character was called Evil. That was his name. He was just Evil. That's the face that it had. And it opened up, and we heard, like, this growl. We all ran upstairs. Like, that was going to protect us. <laughs> Nobody thought about closing. Right. Shade, we just Nobody ran. Nobody wanted to get close to it. Because <laughs> we actually saw the thing open up his mouth, and it was like, growl. Mm, and we ran. First of all, that was the best growl that he's like. I mean, you know, that was really good. Oh, I'm, yeah, that just, it was. I like the fact that y'all did not open the door. I thought that's what it was. No, 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 no. <laughs> we never opened it. We won't go open the door. Right, right. Smart, smart. We ran upstairs. Everybody hiding somewhere. So my friends followed with that stairs because he heard all this. So again, it was a docking again. And he looked out. And he ran upstairs. Mm -hmm. So we hear a grown man running upstairs. And he woke up his wife. She went downstairs. She ain't see it. She was like, oh, no, nah, you just, you, you tried to scare me. <laughs> the 11 of us saw it. Mm. She did, but we saw it, and that was one of the wild things that happened with the book. It's it's another thing that happened. We were same group of friends. Oh, y'all were just testing. No, 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 we, we didn't. We didn't even test the book this time. We were at um, Oak Grove Playground playing basketball. 
the wind comes by, and it said, now we're playing basketball. It's a five-on-five. Having fun. Nobody else at the playground. And all ten of us heard coming to the house. And then we looked over, and this door opens up to the house. Nobody's living in this house, though. Vacant. And then the inside door opens up. We ran, got on our bikes, went home. Mm. I tried to burn the book. I threw the book away. It would always come back on my doorstep. Do you think it's because y'all did one of the, the rituals in it? Like, maybe it attached itself to you at this point. Like, maybe had you not used it at all and you got rid of it, it wouldn't. But y'all actually tried well, to summon the... I actually threw it away before I did anything in the book. Oh. And it came back. Because reading the book kind of scared me. So yeah. I threw it away and it came back. Burned it. Like, literally burned the book. Came back. Un- yeah, undamaged. It was interesting. And then finally, I ran into an older fella who was like, don't know how he knew I had this book. He was like, you should give it to me for safe, um, for protection. So I said, you can have a book. And I just gave him the book. Because I had, I uh, kept the, well, the book kept coming back for two years. Mm, two years. Two years, until I was in sixth grade. That's crazy. And that, it feels, it feels almost deliberate that you found the book. Because I, I know, like, as a kid, I was into stuff like that in the occult. And I, if I were to find that book, I probably would have taken it home. I probably would have you know been fascinated about the story about werewolves and summoning a demon because you're a kid and it's like yeah it's it's you're not thinking the most that... i took home was a goosebumps book and it was the same <laughs> night of the living dummy book because that's all my school had <laughs> <laughs> that book could have been haunted too but like i feel like yeah i feel like that book found you Ooh, that gives me chills like it was meant for you to find it you never think about that like i like, never think because, I mean, look at you now. Like, we talk about paranormal investigation. Right before we started this whole podcast, you were showing us one of your favorite YouTubers that, um, like, does paranormal videos. Like, you're in it, like us. We we yeah. like this stuff. So, I feel like maybe it it either shaped the way you, you think about, like, otherworldly things or it mm. knew that you were into otherworldly things. So, it, it found you. Hmm. I be digging deep, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't never looked at I it. Never, I never thought about it like that, but you... There you got like me thinking. It's like the UFO uh, thing, like, you know, attaching itself to you, then all of a sudden it just becomes a part of your life. Mm-hmm. So never looked at it from that paranormal perspective. Right? Yeah. Like we said on Chris's episode, I feel like there's so many things that happen in this world and in this universe, and some people don't see it. Specifically, when it comes to like UFOs, if you look up, you'll see a UFO. Like It happens all the time, but some people genuinely don't see it. Some people mm-hmm. genuinely don't hear whispers or bumps in the night, or like. but it happens all the time. So it's like, maybe we're the selected few. Not yeah. that that makes us special, but yeah. like, you know. Right before we moved here, talked about UFOs, mm-hmm. right before we moved here, on Nine Mile Road, it was an accident on Nine Mile Road. I'm going to tell you why it was an accident. This was like, okay, we moved here September last year. So this happened in the summer. So I was gonna, I'm going to say about July. It happened like two months before we moved here. I'm driving down Nine Mile, and I see like seven cars just stop. So I got to stop because I'm blocked. Above was something just hovering. Mm. 
and people had actually stopped to look up to see what it was, and all of a sudden it flew off. Dang. I told you this stuff be happening right here, right, right in the city, exactly, in this area, and people still don't believe. It's that's why I feel like we're like the selected few of. Uh, Honestly, my theory is that artists and creatives are more in tune to that stuff. Yeah. Like I said, not to make us special, because a lot of the stuff is creepy, but when I think about like the songs that we write, especially this album we were putting out, just a small plug there, I'm like, these lyrics and what we're creating feels more than me. Like It wasn't just me that wrote it. And that sounds really creepy to somebody who doesn't have a connection to the spiritual world, but it's yeah. like... Not in like a demonic way, but it feels like I wasn't the only person who wrote it. Like something attached itself to me. So I feel like sometimes when we see this stuff, yeah. it's because it's meant for us to see it. Yeah. But the book sounds scary. That sounds like some satanic ritual put on to you. Not yeah. to put that on your name, but like I'm thinking about kids coming across this book in this school deliberately so kids could do this bidding. Because children are innocent and they don't know. It's like, oh, we're going to bring a monster to our house for Halloween. And then they actually do it because they think it's a game. But during research on it, when I got older, I found out that the book was actually a grimoire. Which mm. is, what is it? It's five books that have different things dealing with the occult. So... When you get all five together and read through, you see a lot of things. But mm. yeah, I didn't even know that. And these books, the five books were separated and lost. And it showed up at your school library. Mm -hmm. That just makes my skin crawl. You know, like, have you ever seen an Evil Dead? <laughs> yeah, okay. I have seen that, yes. And the have you ever seen one? either the original one or the new one? You've seen... Um, let me think. What is it? You've seen Friday the Thirteenth, mm -hmm. the Necromancer, the right? Book. Right, yeah. That's what a grimoire is. Okay. Yeah. So the Red Book, coming to find out, was basically I had a book the whole time that I didn't know had human skin. The book, the like the case was made out of human. That was nasty. Nasty. And that's probably why it was Jesus. red. <laughs> yeah, it, that's probably why it was red. What you mean? <laughs> no, I need to know where the skin came from. That's, I don't want to know. I, I'm happy that I don't have that book anymore, but that's what he it was. He clenching onto that rose quartz oh, yeah, crystal. I don't, I, don't, I don't play with the pattern. No, <laughs> yeah. The book actually was written, and then they banned it in... It's basically a book, but the cover at the back, our human skin is bad. The pages are bad in the human skin. Did it stink? Or it didn't stink. Uh, that's fresh. Ew. But it was very wrinkly. Mm. And I never noticed why until I did research on it. And now I know. That's, I'm thinking, because you said wrinkly. And I'm thinking about all of these movies that are coming out about like, satanic rituals and stuff and I'm not saying that you know worshiping Satan is a bad thing don't cancel me I know it's a whole culture but these movies they really love to emphasize like old naked white people in these movies I'm just gonna like hereditary uh, what's another good movie where there's a lot of them 
Hereditary is on one. There was a Rob Zombie movie where they were naked. Um, um, Lord of Lord of Salem or something like that. Ooh, yeah, yeah. that weird movie. I think there was something on Netflix called Marion. Basically, they're just yeah. naked all over the place, and Mother, I don't know why that creeps me out. Usually, but, the age of sixty and up. Yes, to, you know that's me. Really get in it. Liberate yourself, Queen. Yeah. But like, it's for some reason that creeps me out more. It's, I guess it's like bearing your body, like you said, to yeah. do the werewolf bidding. Bearing your body to whoever you're worshiping. It's just mm. anyway. Yeah, because <laughs> so, normally, yeah. like in occult worship, worshiping, you do show up naked with like some people will wear like ram skulls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll have you'll have a mask on, but you're completely naked. Which I was like, hey, I'm I'm good. I know I got to put up a disclaimer on this episode that is extremely explicit. We talk about naked bodies and skinning people. Um, if children are <laughs> listening, please do not try this at home. Please, don't. we uh, we are not experts in this field. We are only speaking from stories and experiences that we've had in life. Um, so don't. Don't do this. Yeah, if my nieces don't. and nephews are listening, do not. Don't, don't do this. Do not turn into a werewolf. <laughs> um, so, in your as you got older, um, do you the book? Do you feel like it shaped your idea and perspective of like the paranormal and otherworldly things? I actually forgot about it for a long time. Mm-hmm. I pushed it out. Was like, just pushed it out of my mind. But like, strange occurrences kept happening. Um, so it didn't shape per se your idea of like otherworldly things but as you got older you started to have more experiences yes yes definitely had more experiences um was at church one day with my cousin and then we left church i was because we're we're a few years apart it ain't a big it's three years between us so left church to go get high (laughs) smoke weed so People can say, oh, you can attribute this to weed, but for two people to see this, nah. So we're about three blocks away on the back of this abandoned house porch, smoking. Now again, we dipped out of church service to go get high. So this cat walks up. It's meowing. It's a cat. Cat's meow. Sitting there, we're still smoking. And Kat was like, you know you should be in church, right? Mm. <laughs> and we looked at each other like... Land. Wait a minute, that scared me. <laughs> did, did you just see this? Getting disciplined by the cat. The cat was like... Pause. <laughs> yeah, it was like... It was weird, like... So, you can see if, like, one person saw it. Both of us heard this cat say this. So we looked at each other like, did that just happen? And Kat was like... Yeah, I'm talking to the two of you. <laughs> we were like, huh? Oh. Like, yo. You should be in church right now. If you're going to smoke that, you smoke that later on. But do not smoke that when you told your relative that you would be in church. We was like, okay, Mr. Cat. We put it out. <laughs> like, we're sorry. Yeah. And the cat was like, now go carry your ass to church. So we went back to church. Let me ask you this. So this cat had the spirit of like a black girl. That's what I was going to say. It, had, it, had, it, had, it, 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 was, it was like a old black man speaking through this cat. Like, it was weird. And the cat was like, 
And it followed. We got up. We ran, and the cat ran behind us to make sure we, we go to church. We went to the church. And when we went in, the cat looked in, and then it walked off, and then <laughs> it stayed. We saw the cat when we came out, and the cat looked at us and like it was shaking his head. Mm. And again, you can attribute it to us being high, but we hadn't really started smoking yeah. yet. That's a high. And y'all, <laughs> unless y'all's like y'all's. Brainwaves formed this cat. You know, I believe you because, like, if both of y'all heard it from the whatever y'all heard, (laughs) the cat was like, That won't mean it said that we're all going to church. Like, what the heck? But the cat, Uh, yeah, the cat's mouth was moving. That's yeah, and the words, it was that's wild. Animals be knowing. I feel like they, you know, if you believe in reincarnation and stuff, I feel like animals have been here, or like a loved one that could have been a loved one of yours, or somebody y'all knew, or maybe somebody. Mm Who was a teacher or something was like, put that out. Y'all need to go back to church. That's yeah. That's crazy. Just that's like it's <laughs> like my cat. They used to come here. I haven't seen him in a while though. He hasn't been here in about a month. Mm. Leon. Leon is um. a cool cat. Leon um is like the protector of this house. Mm. He'll come up when I'm leaving out, I'll be like, Hey Leon, need you to wash the house. And then he'll like talk back to me. He'll sit out front, wait till I come back. It's not my cat, though. And then I come in. So Leon started protecting the house. I just started feeding Leon. I'm like, there you go, Leon. <laughs> He'll eat, look at me, walk off. Mm. You know what? And that, that's got me thinking because um, before we started the podcast, you and Kristen, your wife, y'all were talking about an entity that y'all see in the backyard. By the way, my back is turned towards the backyard, so that's probably why my heart is beating. Oh, you can close that. But I kind of like the scare factor. What about me? Okay, all right. But um, so y'all, you were talking about like an entity that you see in your backyard. um, But Kristen was mentioning that it it might have been sent here to like protect this land. So I'm like, either y'all have a lot of guardian angels, like you said, Leon the cat. And that uh, entity, or what? A, she also mentioned that um, Leon was like kind of shape shifting, like it was bigger at one point, and then it was the regular cat size. So, what if Leon is that entity? Like, what do you think about that? What do you think about the the spirit in your backyard? We've actually talked about that. I was thinking that Leon may be the entity because, like, Leon comes around. Leon talks to me. I mean, not not. I don't mean not more. like the church. Yeah, cat. not not like the church cat. But he'll <laughs> he'll have he'll talk to this cat voice. But like I'm like, how you doing, Leon? He'll be like, rrr, 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 rrr. then he'll stop. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's cool. So what you doing today? Did he speak? And I don't know why I gave him the name Leon. It just seemed like it fit. It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> but he comes. He has like I'm saying. He hasn't been around in a while. So and we haven't seen the thing in a while. So that's you know what that is interesting because. When we stop seeing that, we stop seeing Leon. Okay, that, I didn't think about that. I can bring that up to Kristen. I could put a journalist on my resume, you know, but, dig deep here. But Andrew did say that you oh, saw Oh, yeah, something. earlier in the podcast you said you saw something. So, now, did you see their entity? Are you, are you freaking yourself out? Because, I don't know. Okay. He might have seen it. He is our local skeptic, so I, if you I'm saw a, it... I'm a weird one, because like, I highly believe in UFOs. I've seen it throughout my life many times, but when it comes to paranormal stuff, I'm a skeptic. But, but we've had experiences yeah, actually, together. We've had some. I love when we have experiences together, because I don't want you to think I'm crazy. Like I have crazy 
stories like your red book story i have stories that just seem like it's like if you weren't there it makes your skin crawl but you can't you can't feel it i told you some of my stories but i don't want him to think i'm a crazy person so when we have our experiences together i'm like told you so good and we, were, we also talked about it was a lady in period pieces mm. the thing said baby was it the lady mm. That's a good point. So, yes, it, um, to follow along, people listening. So, before his wife left, she was talking about not only the entity in y'all's backyard, but seeing... Stop it. I did. I heard a knock, too. Was it no, the crystal? Stop no, playing. I'm not his playing. Wife, that one wasn't the crystal, though. That one was... I just heard something. I thought it might have been the chair, because I didn't move. That wasn't the chair. That came from back here. Y'all trying to creep me out. No, no, no. We're not. We Actually, that did come from back here. I'm not lying to you. We're going to break to commercial. <laughs> this show is sponsored by the Scoobies. Um, <laughs> so his wife was talking about seeing uh, a lady in a period piece um, on the, I guess, the side of your house. Yeah. That would make sense if she was flirting with you, the ghost, um, yeah, saying, you know, baby. She did say baby. You know what? Like, hello, Dad. Don't, don't, start no trouble here, right. ghost lady. <laughs> maybe, maybe Bare we bad. should do like a spirit box session, and you talk to the ghost. I can do that. I can afford that. I believe. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, like you've had experiences with me, and that makes me really happy that you don't think I'm crazy. Like, this one is at your mama house. What? The toilet seat. Tell the folks. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Were we watching scary movies? I don't. Maybe. Well, we were That's watching. We were watching watch. something, and um, there's a downstairs bathroom, and I was. We were sitting there. The door was closed, and I heard the toilet seat slam, like it fell, like somebody left it up. And so I run into the bathroom, but the toilet seat is up. Craziest thing ever. Happen. Same thing happened again the next day to the upstairs bathroom. Same thing. Loud noise. Boom. Go upstairs. Toilet seat was still up. That was crazy. Like I keep telling y'all, that house was one of the most haunted places. And I feel like we're going to do a whole like Halloween episode on that house. So I don't want to get too into it. But I do remember the, the yeah. toilet seat slamming. And there was nothing in the bathroom that fell because it was pretty empty. It was a small bathroom downstairs. So, yeah, that was, that was my first real paranormal experience. But you got to think about it like this. Look how long humans have been here. Mm-hmm. So somebody, the the thing that I'm about to say may freak a lot of people out. Somebody has died in every square inch, almost mm-hmm. in every square mm-hmm. inch of the world. world. Yeah. So where you live at, somebody died where you at. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the history of my house, well, it might not be true, but everybody wants to scare you. I feel like when we first moved there, the guy told us that it was a funeral home. So that would explain, for, what? The, the, not to be, not to give out all that I information, but tell face. them about the guy that was living there before y'all and the paintings and stuff because he was an art teacher. At, what, at which house? Uh, so in Alberta, two two blank. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want y'all to visit and harass my parents. But oh no no no, not you. I'm talking about like all two of our fans. So the when we first arrived there, it's a weird, it's a weird vibe all its own because he's an artist. So every room was like a whole different like type of situation. The The living room was like a dark olive green. Light didn't hit that room at all. So it was like you would need 
at least 10 lamps in order to light this room up. It was kind of like a dungeon color, if that makes sense. It was like olive green. The hallway was like a lavender. There was a family room that was like pink. My room was like a dark gray. It was weird. But when we, when you first walk in the house, the paintings that he had up were really weird. Like there was one painting in particular, there was like a lady with sunken eyes holding like a, a baby yeah. in its arms right, that, and the baby's the, eyes yeah, the, I think it might be in the shed now is it we always should house. find that yeah, she was holding this that. baby and the baby had like sunken eyes too and like its stomach was like like I don't know like turned in on itself it was really really weird so yeah. I that would explain I don't know what he was doing in that house but like I said Halloween episode y'all are gonna hear a whole bunch of different like the creepy little closet that was in your I said the Halloween episode. Yes, there was like a secret room in my closet. It was a secret room. It was a door, people. Okay. Yes. But, oh uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So okay. another dimension. We have a, a guest. Let's oh, talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, okay, so I find it fascinating um, that you and your wife are kind of like involved in the supernatural together. I don't know if Kristen is as involved as you are because you're like in it, like you do paranormal investigations and she, stuff, but she watches and stuff but she she believes in it but she won't really get involved in it okay same yeah yeah she <laughs> believes but she's like hey I'll she loves scary movies she was like I ain't trying to live a scary movie <laughs> so yeah I feel like um he's my Kristen like I I like to it's a weird feeling but it gives you like you know when you're watching horror films it gives you like that adrenaline rush to like to be scared, to be involved in it. And especially when we had like that haunting in our house, when it was like a good haunting. And after like that left, I kind of missed being haunted. So oh, no. I, I, I oh, know no. it sounds weird. It sounds weird, but you miss, you miss the feeling of like having someone there. It was a, it was a weird time for me. You know, I go through um, depression. So it was a weird time being uh, disconnected from it. I know that sounds... <laughs> Everybody's like logging off right now. That's all right. We got time for this shit. <laughs> no, for me, I'm going to tell you something that scares me. And it, it's nothing scary. Like, when I'm here by myself and I forget that I have a, um ice maker. <laughs> now all of a sudden you hear that ice maker go, I'll be like, oh, yeah. whoa. No. Oh, whoa. What's happening? <laughs> No, but that happened to us the other night. Our um, our refrigerator makes like a like sound, and you were like, "What is that?" And I was like, "It's the yeah, refrigerator." It starts right. screaming. I'm surprised the ice maker didn't go off already. Like, you'll, <laughs> you'll hear it all of a sudden. It sounds like somebody is walking. Mm, yeah. But it, it, it isn't. It's the ice maker. So if you hear that, if you hear that in the background, people, it's my ice maker. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about like your your later on experiences in life. Like, what is something that like really scared you or really stuck out to you? Hmm, nothing really scared me, but I you I had I was I took over my parents' mortgage. We lived on right off of Broad Rock on Burtwood, forty. Well, I ain't gonna say that address. I don't live there anymore, but people live there, so. But it was on Burtwood right. Lane. <laughs> And I used to, my grandmother came to live with me. So she would say, it's a man in here mm-hmm. with a hat. So I was like, a man with a hat? No, that's not a man with a hat. So my neighbor across the street, Miss Margie, 
she passed. But before she passed, I was at work one day and she called my phone. I picked it up and she was frantic. Like somebody's in your house. I see them walking. It's a tall guy, black coat, hat. Same person my grandmother described. So I was like, hmm. So I was about to get off. I got off, came home. You could clearly see somebody walking. Mm. I go in at the end of my hallway. There's this guy, tall. I know you've heard stories about like the hat man. I was I was about to ask you that, yeah. And he had a hat. It was a shadow. You couldn't see the features, but you could see features, if that's the best way to put it. You couldn't see, like, a mouth and a nose, but you could see eyes, you could see hat, you could see that he had on a coat. And he reached out, he pointed, and then he just disappeared. Mm. So... You don't, do you know where he was, like, pointing, or was there, like, a resolution to him pointing, or he just... He was just pointing. My mm. grandmother moved into a new place, so... I'm there, my cousin, she becomes my roommate. My cousin gets scared over anything. So I told her, I was like, hey, I got a hat man in here. And she thought I was joking. My cousin moved out two months later. Rightfully so. Because she saw it. I was... I'm with your cousin. I was gone, and she called me. She was like, I'm on my way back home. Because she lived in South Hill. Mm, I was like, back home well, you at home. She was like, oh no, I'm moving out. Right. Mm. She was like, I was in my bedroom and my door opened and that hat guy that I thought you was joking about was standing there. I was like, Mm. I told you. Because I got used to it, like. Never. So. (laughs) Either you going or I'm going, hat man. It ain't even no question. I'm just, I'm out. (laughs) My stepfather got a call from Miss March, my neighbor, because she couldn't mm. get in contact with me because I was at work. And he happened to be, because he was a truck driver at the time, mm. so he happened to be in town. So she called him. He came over to the house because this head guy, apparently my mother had been seeing the head guy when they lived there. <laughs> so he walks in. I get a call on the phone because, like, when my, but when my stepfather gets excited or afraid of something, he stutters bad. <laughs> so I get a call. I'm, I'm, if he's listening, I'm, I'm sorry about to do this. But he was like, what's going on in this house? I was like, how do I know? I'm at work. What's in this house? I was like, I don't know what's in this house. Like, you tell me what's in this house. I know what's there. He was like, it, 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 it's a guy. It's a guy in the house, and, uh, but it's not a guy. I was like, mm. yeah, he been there. I told you. You thought I was joking. You laughed at it. So he was like, oh, 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 no, 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 no. You go, 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 sell the house, sell the house. I said, I'm not selling the house. I know that's what he said. Sell Jack. I was like, it don't bother. Sell it to the hat man. Said exactly. you want to live here rent free. It don't bother me. So, 
So he got scared. I heard it too. I heard it too. Okay, it might be some on the road. I thought it was going to come from upstairs. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's that. Go. Okay. But, um, so, <laughs> the, with the hat guy, though, I was, I was dating a young lady. So, I went over to her house. I'm at her house. She, she, uh, lived with her brother. About one o'clock at night. Because she wouldn't come over my house because the head guy. Mm-hmm. She had been over my house and she saw the head guy. So I was like, I'll come over your house. Don't worry about it. So her brother goes to the door, looks through the peephole. He comes, knocks on her door. He was like, Jamil, you may want to take a look at what's at the door. So I look out the peephole. And I just started laughing. I was like, really? So she takes a look at her people out the peephole. She takes a look out the peephole. And she turns to me and was like, did this thing really follow you here? I was like, as many times as I've been over her house, for the first time. Y'all seem real calm. I would have been like, no, 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 no. They were see me swinging right now, but. No, they weren't calm. Oh. I was calm because I was like, yeah, that's 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 him. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden it was like I was like, look, I'm good. You can go away. After that, nothing. Mm-hmm. I looked her brother looked at the peephole. It was like, it's gone. I was like, it's only here to protect me. That's what it was. That's what my okay. grandmother had said. Okay. Like it it was just the protector of the house. Like when nobody was there, it would reveal itself if it wasn't me in the house. Mm-hmm. Like it came with the house. Mm. But it got used to the people living in the house. Like, it wouldn't bother my grandmother. She could stay there by herself. She was cool with it. She told me what it was. It was just the spirit that came with the house. Mm. So, you think it was like protect... Oh, you said it came with the house. But do you think it was like to protect your family? And then it... It was there, whoever was living there to protect. Mm. Mm. What is the legend of the hat man? Because so many people, like, they're, you know, I, as you were talking about it, I was thinking about these certain uh, spirits or entities that multiple people see. Multiple people have mentioned the hat man. Multiple people have mentioned the same, uh, I guess, energy or entity they see in sleep paralysis or in the old hag. I was, first of all, I have a horrifying story about the old hag. I have two different horrifying stories. One where she actually rode my back, just like the legend. But, um... Like, what do y'all think that, like, what's the, do you know the history of the hat man or why he appears to people? People say because of death, but for me, it wasn't death. It was just protecting. So I, it differs from person to person. I also think you have like a sixth sense. I feel like, um, like me, entities and spirits come to you because you're going to see it. Like, Mm -hmm. We have weird stuff that happened to our house or in our presence all the time, but about 90% of it, you don't see it. And yeah. it's like, it goes from like whispers in my ear to shadow people in our, like all that stuff. And you don't see it at all. And we live in the same space. So I feel like it's just being clairvoyant. So maybe, maybe that's why he attached, like he saw you and you saw him. He was like, bro, you see me? <laughs> Wait a minute. I've been here for years. You see me? Nobody else has said hi. <laughs> now I will, I will say this though. Earlier, a few minutes ago, you did hear something. Mm-hmm. 
I heard it. I ain't said nothing about it. But that was actually over here. That wasn't that's what a dirt was bike. Going, that's what I was going to say. When we all heard the noise, I heard a creak. See, I thought but, it came from like upstairs. Mm, it was I out heard here. It, that okay. it, it raised the hairs on the back of my neck because I heard oh, a creak behind me. I'm not opening these blinds. Um, oh, no, no, don't open the blinds. I'm about ooh. to put that on the door. I, I love a good haunted house. So, <laughs> oh, we could talk about the hauntings here. So, is this like really active in your house? Not in my house per se, but okay. outside of my house. Mm. Like, well, that's we, a good thing. yeah, we will hear like. People walk up on the um, porch. Mm. Like just now? Yeah. But it's nobody on the porch. We'll hear humming and singing. Like old Negro spiritual hymns. Mm. But it's nobody outside. And I'm not opening up that door when I hear that stuff. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, sure, come on in. Nah, y'all stay outside. <laughs> It's a, it's a lot of like the old, I guess, landmarks or, you know, from those time periods. Is it still around here or is it? Yeah. Um, well, you know, we have what? What is it? Um, right down Route 1, we have where a Civil War battle happened. Mm. And you have different things. I mean, you got to think about this being a place where like, this was probably a plantation at one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So think about the slaves that passed. Yeah. And the souls that's, I mean, they still trying to find comfort. So that's what I think it is. No, I feel that. I think it's a, it's like where we live as well. Um, there are a lot of old rundown, uh, I guess, like sheds or slave houses slave and houses, stuff and yeah. plantations. And it's funny because people have different, like, interpretations of spirits and I've been hearing all of, I would say TikTok again he hates TikTok but this is where I get a lot of my news okay on TikTok there's this ongoing theory that spirit or not spirit what's it called shadow people aren't like bad they're not inherently bad they're like you know you see them and they're tricksters and stuff every incident incident that I had with a shadow person it's almost to me it's almost as though you can feel their sadness and that, yeah, when yeah. we, so that day that I fainted at the park um, that we were talked about a little bit on the first podcast, mm-hmm. when we got out of the car, because we usually go to this park to like stargaze and stuff. And like I said, we live out there where obviously they own slaves. It's, it's really, really country, the plantations everywhere. So I get out and I see what looked to be like a person or a silhouette of a person, like one in front of me. Then I see three. Then I see about five. Then I see mm. about ten. And it just surrounded me. And the I felt like this intense like sadness and confusion. And then that I got dizzy and then I fell to the ground. And I was like, you know, people have different interpretations. I feel like I feel like shadow people are kinda like the the strongest of energies, if that makes sense. Like that was my have you ever mm. encountered a shadow person and you felt them? Or like, how do you view shadow people? How do y'all view shadow people? Like you said, um, you can you can feel the type of energy coming off of a shadow mm-hmm. person, and I don't think. I mean, I think they're just like regular people. You have mm-hmm. your good ones, you have your bad ones. Yeah. Just depend on which one you get. Like, yeah. like I said, the one that was in my house, in my old house, was a protector. Mm, yeah. yeah. And even when I moved out, 
next people to move in also saw it. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, it came with the house. It, I don't know why I left the house to come knock on the door, but um, it came with the house. Yeah, now that I think about it, I agree because I feel like um, that night when I was like, when I saw those shadows people, I felt like that was like that energy and that time. I, I, There's not a doubt in my mind that it was like spirits of like slaves. That's what it felt like to me. It felt really sad. Like they were like, oh, you see me. Can you help me? Can you help me type of thing? And it broke me down. But anyway, we're going to wrap this episode up because I feel like we could actually talk to you for hours. <laughs> like uh, this has been the scariest experience I've had in a long time. I'm legit afraid to get into the car because I heard somebody walking behind me outside. Um, If you find a red book in your library, don't read it. And for the love of God, don't answer the door.